in your corner, saving one investor at a time, working for clients, not companies, all while bully-proofing portfolios, totally committed to sharing academic truths about investing, always representing Main Street and not Wall Street. It's your Sound Money team, and this is the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. Hello and welcome to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm James Porth. And I'm Barry Parnell, and we are a registered investment advisory firm. We're independent, and we have the fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So, folks, we're going to work for you as clients, not companies. Now, our sound money process goes like this. You come in for a visit. There's no meter running. Leave your checkbook at home. We'll meet on a complimentary basis many times necessary to fully analyze your situation and create a personalized income plan report. And for your convenience, we have multiple locations, Milford, Blue Ash, Westchester, and across the river in Florence, Kentucky. You're going to meet one of all three of the guys. When you make a, make a connection over the weeks, months, and years, you're going to actually see James, Barry, or Greg, or maybe all three of us. Now, if you are no longer with your company and you have a company plan like a 401k, 403b, TSP, MOUSC, you can roll that out. It's tax neutral. Take control of either a traditional IRA or maybe a Roth, if, if that's what uh, the tax status is, and take control of your money. Uh, and if, even if you are with the company and you're over 59 and a half, a lot of companies allow you to do what's called an in-service rollover. Just give us a call at 513-575-9654. Visit our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Send us over an email at team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Call the studio right now, 513-749-5500. That's pound 550 on your AT&T and wireless. James? Well, today's topic, charting your retirement map. Now, what we're referring to this is really the analogy of having the right map to help you navigate your retirement journey. So whether you are in retirement or simply planning for retirement, then that's what this is about for today's show. Now, Going back maybe just a few years ago, it's, it's going to seem like it was not that long ago, but prior to the days of having the GPS, mm. prior to the smartphone era, when you wanted to go on a trip, there was actually a very useful tool that you could use to help your, you know, charting your trip. It was called a map. And you spread it across the dashboard. <laughs> Seems like ancient times, right? Now, of course, today, the map, complete with your step-by-step driving directions, that's right at your fingertips on your smartphone. And we use them on a regular basis, your smartphones, to make sure we wind up where we want to be when we want to set out and, and visit a new destination. Normally, if we already know where we're going, we don't need the map. We don't need the smartphone to tell us the step-by-step driving directions. And the analogy really does fit so that when you do leave the workforce, you enter your retirement journey, you know how you want to go, as far as your trip is concerned, you, you know what the outcome is that you want to have happen, and you also know what your end results should be, and you've had some time, maybe decades, to think about your trip, which is to say your retirement journey, and you most certainly look forward to the experience. Most people do look forward to retirement. So it does make sense that when the time comes that you should chart out your retirement map and that's the concept that we're going to discuss on today's show. Plus, plus update it along the way because there's roadblocks. There's yes. traffic patterns that change. Construction happens that's once right. in a while, like you just mentioned, where, you know, traffic jams occur. And there's workarounds or detours or alternate routes that sometimes need to be taken. So yeah, excellent here, point. 
Here's some uh, thought-provoking questions. Do you have an actual retirement plan? Is your 401k your plan or just a component of your plan? Aside from your investments, what are the most important components of your financial plan? How do you or should you incorporate your family into your plan? Should you develop your plan before you pick your investments and insurance products or the other way around, James? It's like the cart before the horse, right? How should you prioritize your goals for your retirement and also your investments, your money? How many different financial vehicles exist, and there's a lot of them, that you can choose from as far as today's retirement is concerned? Should you enlist the help of a tax professional? Yes, some of these are rhetorical questions, by the way. Should you enlist the help of professionals to team up with your financials? So, in other words, should you have a tax professional that also works hand-in-glove with your financial professional? Do you need an advisor or financial professional to help you even create a plan? Or are you going to do everything yourself, a do-it-yourselfer? How many people are actually confident in their current financial plans? That's even if you have a plan. Let's, let's talk about this. A recent study in 2018 says it's a good news. 65% of Americans say they are confident, James, in their financial future. However, James, what's the bad news? Well, the bad news is only 50% have an actual long-term financial plan. And among non-retired people, nearly 20% said that they do not ever expect to retire or they don't think they'll be able to financially afford to retire. So it's good to have confidence, but a plan's good too. Yes. So going back to the analogy of, of retirement planning and also looking at the map or planning your trip via a map, think about this. And, Barry, you can probably relate to this more often than what I can, is being tasked with planning for a large family vacation, which can be a daunting task, by the way. Now, according to a recent survey conducted by Charles Schwab, workers admitted that they spent more time planning for their vacations, their summer vacations, and planning on what the next car is that they're going to buy than they had planning for their retirement. Those are exciting things. Retirement's not all that exciting to a lot of people, James. I mean, it's, it's difficult to fathom, but that's according to the survey, that's what the stats, the statistics showed. Now, if you look upwards of, it's taken you maybe 40 years to accumulate your retirement assets, your nest egg, and you're going to spend more time planning for that one or two-week vacation. I, I know this sounds difficult to believe, but again, we're saying what the survey results showed. So here's the point. If you haven't charted your financial map, if you haven't developed your financial plan, then now's the time to start. Yeah, I mean, you're right, James, because on today's show, we're going to help help you with some useful tips for charting that retirement map. So give us a call at 513-575-9654, schedule an appointment, and we can help you out. All right. So starting with when we talk to prospects and also clients, by the way, that when we, when we first really start out and people, when they say, you know, what are their approaches? What is their plan? What is it they're going to do? You know, there's many people who take very different approaches at what's called settling their retirement affairs. Some consider that their investment allocation is their actual plan. Simply put, they think, well, if I'm allocated amongst large cap, small cap, if I have some domestic, some international coverage, then, hey, that's my plan. Now, for some people, that might be as complicated as you want to get, or that's maybe as complicated as it seems to be. But nevertheless, that's not a plan. It's just simply, 
you know, to say how your assets are allocated, that's really not necessarily the plan. Others simply go to their financial professionals, their investment advisors, and they buy some investment and also maybe some insurance products. And yes, if you don't actually know what you own or why you own it, at that point, they are simply commodities. They are simply products. With devout, I mean, this is really where you say, what is the tool? How does it fit into your plan? It doesn't mean I'm going to go buy a rake and a shovel and just start digging holes and filling those in. It's just simply why do you have these different tools and how do they fit into your plan? And when people start leaving their, their employment and they have old 401Ks, they have old 403Bs, sometimes they don't even bother rolling those over into their IRAs. They simply, they simply leave them at the company because it's familiar, it's easy, and maybe they don't know exactly what needs to be done, or it's just simply they just haven't gotten that little thing called around to it. So rather than making a change, it's easier, at least for them, to simply keep doing what they've always done, even if it's not necessarily the best path to help achieve their financial goals. So that's, again, where we come in today is that if you need to take control of your financial life, and it does all start with having a plan, charting your retirement map, we're going to help with that today. And, you know, have you defined your destination just like a vacation? Do you remember the days, and James touched on this, before we had GPS? If you own a smartphone phone today, you pretty much walk around with GPS in your pocket. It's never been easier to get to, from point A to point E uh, than today. But back before we had GPS and smartphones, things were quite a bit different. Let's imagine you and your family are planning a vacation and you're going to drive. Perhaps it's a thousand-mile trip to a destination in state that you've never been to. Yeah, many people today, they can't even envision what we're talking about, the young people out there. You know, the, the youngins, the whippersnappers. It's because it used to be back in the day, you'd get out that map, unfold it, try to refold it later. Good luck with that. <laughs> and maybe you'd start marking on your map, maybe highlighting in yellow, maybe circling your destination, circling or, or denoting all the different places you may want to stop Spill and visit along the way. On it. Yes. So that's what we mean by charting your map, at least back in the day. Now... Today, much, much different. It's just simply maybe uh, punching in your coordinates on your smartphone, plugging it into your your car's speaker system so that you can hear, everyone can hear the step-by-step directions. So that's what we want to focus on is how to develop an updated financial plan, a roadmap for your retirement success. Let's break, James. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Call us, we can help, but stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, the talk station. Opinions expressed are solely those of Brown Financial Advisors and should not be interpreted as specific advice. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified investment advisors prior to implementation. Market-based investments involve risk and past performance is no guarantee of future results. Insurance-based investments offer guarantees based upon the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. All insurance, tax, and mortgage services are offered through Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors. LLC. Brown Financial Advisors and Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors are affiliated companies and may only transact business in those states in which registered or were otherwise legally permitted. 
welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm James Borth. And I'm Barry Parnell. And, folks, we are a registered investment advisory firm. We're independent, so we're not captive to any mothership. We have all the tools available to us, and we have a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. Therefore, we're going to work for you as clients, not companies. Now, you schedule a visit. Come on in. Leave your checkbook and wallet at home. We're going to meet as many times necessary on a complimentary basis to fully analyze your situation and create a personalized income plan. And we have multiple locations. Milford's a home office. Love to see you there. Blue Ash, Westchester, and across the river in Florence, Kentucky. And you're going to meet one of all three of the guys you make a connection with over the weeks, months, and years uh, on the Sound Money Investment Show, Barry Gregor James. Give us a call at 513-575-9600. Five, four, and we can help you roll out that 401k, 403b, some kind of company plan. If you're no longer with the company, we can certainly help you take control. It's tax neutral. Then you have the whole investment world to choose from. Visit our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. There's some educational videos and some other things towards the bottom. Check them out. Send us an email. We'll answer every single one. Team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Call the studio right now. Share your thoughts. 513-749-5500. That's pound 550 on your AT&T wireless. James? Well, about our website, and this is this is something to maybe, in case you want to listen to one of our older shows or you didn't quite catch all of our live shows, which are Sunday, you know, 12 to 1 here on 55KRC, you can also go to our website and listen to our podcast. We have at least five or six different shows, our recent shows, up on our website so very simply, when it's at your convenience, if 12 to 1 on Sundays is not the most convenient time, then go to our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com, and listen to one of our older shows. Now, when it comes to today's topic about charting your retirement map, going back to analogies for just a few moments. So think about this. There's a long distance, a long ways anyways, distance-wise, between especially as you're transitioning from the workforce your accumulation phase into your retirement, your distribution phase. So distance-wise, when you say where you are now versus where you want to be maybe later, there's, of course, multiple route combinations. How do you get from point A to point B? And at the same token, there's also a most efficient path to get there. And the efficiency of how you get there is part of how you also should look at your retirement assets. There's an efficient way of investing your assets, an efficient way of distributing your assets. And again, that's the analogy of charting your retirement map. Now, as far as how you get there, as far as the vehicles that you choose, say, for example, you're choosing an old beat-up pickup truck, an old jalopy. It's got 200,000 miles on it. The service engine light's already on. And now you're about to embark on a 1,000-mile journey. Doesn't sound too reliable, does it? Now, Contrast that with you have a brand new sports car, brand new minivan, whatever your choice happens to be as far as your new automobile, your new souped up sports car, and the vehicle you choose, again, with the analogy, represents the products and also the investment vehicles that you choose to put your money in. So you need to make sure that the vehicles that you use, the products, will help you work towards the objectives and the goals that your plan that's even if you have a plan, has laid out in the most efficient way possible. So, Barry, tell us more about products 
and strategies. Yeah, yeah, products versus strategies. And this is where many people do things a bit backwards, and it can be detrimental to your probability of success in your retirement. Now, a lot of financial professionals actually fuel the fire, unfortunately. We call it choosing to focus on products instead of a true retirement, a full-blown retirement strategy. We know that it's important to make sure you have your money investment and working for you. Uh, It's also, uh, it's important to us as well, your success. What we don't want to do, get the cart before the horse. James? Go on and and giving an example of the products and maybe how there's different vehicles that exist that essentially do the same thing. So think about an investment portfolio that you want to have, for example, a moderate investor wants to have a 60-40 blend of stocks or equities to bonds type of risk. So how many different ways can you do the same thing or effectively do about the same thing? So starting with, you're going to have an entirely market-based portfolio, a 60-40 blend. Barry, tell us more about that. Well, 60% equities, 40% fixed income, not necessarily bonds, but are you asking me to give you alternatives? Yes. What's an alternative or maybe a bond replacement strategy for that? If you're in a 60-40, so 40% is your safety part. 60% 60% equities, that's where it's going to get most of your growth. However, when the market takes a turn, that's going to go down a lot quicker. So we have uh, there's, there's good bond alternatives out there that can be placed in a, a fully insured insurance product in a form of a fixed index annuity that can never go backwards and only go up uh, to a specified index. They have dozens of index out there, but one in particular is you get a half of the upside with none of the downside. So it's a good bond alternative because bonds can go backwards. Yes. And what we've also seen is that when you go back and you look at a comparison of the 15 worst three-year investment performance periods, so in other words, we're looking at from the past 100 years, picking the 15 different investment periods and how the fixed index annuity has actually outperformed the bonds consistently over those time frames. So once again, this is not an apples-to-apples comparison. It's more like an apples-to- or how about an oranges-to-tangerines type of a comparison. So the the fixed index annuity is very similar to what a bond portion of your portfolio is designed to do. Now, there's also different enhancements, if you want to call them that, that the fixed index annuity can actually provide above and beyond what a bond strategy could. So, Barry, what are some of the features and benefits that may be of a good fixed index annuity? And that's the the key part right there. Good, maybe for one person, may not be necessarily good for someone else. Yeah, we're not talking about variable annuities. We're talking about fixed income annuities that can never go backwards because of market conditions. Some of the benefits that can be attached to these is an income rider, very powerful, that can guarantee you, a, based on the claims paying ability insurance company, a step up every year in addition to the growth or uh, equal to the growth of the uh, market index if it's it's larger than the step-up rate and guarantee you a lifetime income stream for that part of your total portfolio that you have. Also, a long-term or home health care doubler feature that if you can't do two of the six ADLs, activity of daily living, like eating and bathing or mobility. Dressing. Yeah, there's six of them. If you if you qualify with not being able to do two of the six, your income for life bucket doubles for up to five years to help offset 
some home health care or long-term care expenses. And why that's important is because most people, where they have a gap, sometimes a big, huge gaping gap in their retirement plan, is that they've not fully addressed what could potentially happen to their nest egg if maybe one or both of, you know, husband and wife, spouses, maybe one of you, maybe both of you need to go into a nursing home. Or maybe one of you or both of you need some type of home-based care, which is to say long-term care. So whether the long-term care is provided in a nursing home facility or it's maybe at your home, you don't quite need the skilled nursing facility type of a care, but nevertheless, you still need some type of professional nursing care. This is one of the Mm -hmm. most important factors when we say, well, does your financial plan, does your retirement plan, does your income plan, does it address these potential gaps in what could potentially happen to your retirement or in your retirement. Many people, when they say, well, maybe I've thought about this and I've decided that I'm going to fund a long-term care stay. A traditional one? Yes. Lose it or use it? Yes. Either that or I'm going to pay dollar for dollar as a private pay citizen. Ouch. Yes. Very expensive, by the way. What's the average cost of a nursing home stay? Uh, isn't it about 5000 a month or something like that? That's at home. If you're going into a nursing home, it's actually much more expensive than that. You're talking about $8,000 a month on average, which is to say close to about ninety, maybe 95000 depending upon what city you live in, where you are, what part of the country that you're going to be in. So long-term yeah. care stay, if you're talking about one year in a skilled nursing facility, is between ninety and $100,000 for a semi-private room. And they'll spend down your assets until you're almost broke so you can go on Medicaid, right? Yes. Let's just start with that. Does your financial plan, does your retirement plan have the, the auxiliary component that says, what if I need to have a long-term care stay and it's going to cost 100000 a year for every single year that I stay in a nursing home? Maybe it's the me, maybe it's the we. Ladies tend to linger. The average stay for a woman is about three years. Think about that. That's $300,000 out of your nest egg. How do you pay for that? Does your plan have a component in place that will pay for that? And yes, Barry touched upon this. The long-term care insurance is a use it or lose it proposition. So first of all, it's difficult to qualify for. Secondly, it's an expensive version of insurance to actually buy. And third, yes, if you don't use it, you will lose it. That means that you simply get no refund, no return of premium for having paid for a long-term care insurance policy for all those different years and decades. Yeah, that's not a case with a fixed index annuity that has a long-term care component. James, yes, the asset will be used one way or the yeah, other. Somebody will get the money. Yes, someone gets the money. There's more. That's much more. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm James Borth. And I'm Barry Parnell. We are a registered investment advisory firm. We're independent. And we have a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So we're going to work for you as clients, not companies. So give us a call at 513-575-9654. And we're going to meet on a complimentary basis as many times as we need to to fully analyze your situation and complete a personalized income plan. We have multiple locations to come closer for you, for your convenience. 
Milford, Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence, Kentucky. We can help you roll out that 401k, TSP plan, some kind of company plan. If you're not along with a company, that's available to roll out into a tax-neutral IRA, either Roth or traditional, depending. And uh, it opens up the whole investment world for you. Visit our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Shoot us over an email, team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. James? Well, going back to the products and strategies and how they fit into the overall plan and maybe sometimes how they don't fit into the overall plan. And what we often see is where people, as far as our our prospects and, and clients are concerned, is that when they have consulted with an advisor or a broker and they end up choosing investments that the financial professional pitched to them, then that's what they wound up investing in or being put into as as far as insurance is concerned. So sometimes when people have wound up in variable annuities, it's because that's what that particular advisor or that broker, that's what they sold to them. Now, how it was maybe described, how it was sold, how it was illustrated, it may have been made to appear to be one thing, but really where it was something else. So especially when it comes to the variable annuities is how these get sold Versus, you know, it's like what you were sold versus what you think you actually bought. Now, I say it that way because most of the time for variable annuities, they might be a suitable type of investment from the standpoint of, hey, you have money. You want to have some type of safety or some type of principal protection. So there is a suitability component when it comes to the insurance type of the investment. But is it really the best thing for your overall financial plan? And most of the time with variable annuities, the answer is a resounding no. So, Barry, tell us a little bit more about variable annuities and why they are overwhelmingly negative when it comes to what the, the consumer actually has. Yeah, a couple things. Variable annuities are mutual funds wrapped around a layer of insurance. So you got to pay for the insurance. you got to pay for the underlying sub-accounts, the mutual funds, and all the internal expenses that they may have. The average, and this is average, we've seen them a lot higher the average cost of a variable annuity is 3.34% annually. So, and the word variable by definition means that the principal can go backwards. It's tied directly to the stock market. Uh, now, you could have built-in riders that guarantees you a certain step up, just like fixed annuities and a certain payout, but we don't like the fact that the principal can go backwards. And the, the component of the insurance, what it does give somewhat of a guarantee about is the original investment into the contract. So when we say that people are dying to get their money back, that's really what that means, that the only way that you can really be in, insured of or assured of as far as getting that initial initial investment into the contract, getting it back, is for you to die, which is not really the, the greatest of alternatives when it comes to how to get your money back. Yeah, that being said, be yes, that being said, if you want to buy a layer of insurance, if you want to have the insurance protection, insure your retirement, for example, which is a great concept, by the way, then efficiently buy insurance. Yeah, insurance products. Yes. Yeah. And if you want to efficiently invest in the market, then separately buy an investment so that you are efficiently invested in the market. You don't have where you're paying 3 to 5%. I mean, really, if you think about that, if, if you went to your advisor, no matter what brokerage firm that that person works with, 
and they say we're going to charge you between 3 and 5% annually for your market-based investments, most people would say, well, that's insane. I'm not going to pay that. <laughs> exactly. And that's what you should really think about when it comes to paying for a variable annuity is that's insane. I'm not going to pay for that. So if you do have a variable annuity, then very simply give us a call, 513-575-9654. We'll even, if you come into our office, we'll even call the company with you together on the phone and let them, in their own words, tell you exactly what you have versus maybe what you think that you have. And at the very least, run it through our program that will slice and dice and show you what's going on under the hood. All right. So instead of people allocating nest eggs into diversified mixtures of equities, in reality, at least a portion of your dollars should have been allocated into buckets that focus more on income, yield, and also principal preservation. So the key would be to focus on the strategy that you're going to use first and then, and then, only then, focus on the vehicles, the financial vehicles and the investments that might fit into the different buckets or the different strategies that are overall part of your plan. Yeah, let's, let's go over a quick example of developing a strategy and find the uh, first and finding the products to fit the strategy. One strategy we use is called cash flow. It's all about cash flow. It's king. It is uh, a potential strategy for everyone, everyone who has supplemental income need for the retirement dollars. And they also desire a monthly paycheck to be principal protected, i.e. guaranteed based on the claims paying ability of the insurance company to come in for at least and last as long no matter what the market does. That pay, paycheck for life, lifetime income stream. Separate your money in two basic categories. The first is called safety and income, and the second is called growth potential and liquidity. Based on the monthly paycheck you need, you put enough of your nest egg into safety and income financial products, like we just talked about, to cover your cash flow for life needs. Now, when we talk about safe investments, we're talking about things like CDs. We're talking about government bonds like the treasuries. We're also talking about fixed annuities and also fixed index annuities which are a, usually a better vehicle to put your money into as far as what is the upside potential for these safe type of investment products. And I say it that way because, yes, a fixed annuity and a fixed index annuity is a form of insurance. So nevertheless, it's a safe based upon the claims paying ability of the insurance company. But nevertheless, billion-dollar insurance companies, we're talking about safe insurance-based products. So while these different vehicles will vary at least a little bit with regard to liquidity and how they're taxed, in other words, annuities are tax-deferred. As you know, you have the money invested inside the annuity, it grows on a tax-deferred basis. If you want to contrast that with a CD, a bank CD, that money, the growth anyway, is taxed every single year. And as far as the taxation is concerned, that's just kind of like, well, do you want to pay taxes now? Do you want to pay taxes later? Or in maybe some cases, do you want to pay taxes? Never. That's the best case scenario, right? Me. Yes. <laughs> so you will know. So when you start investing with Brown Financial Advisors, you will know the stated terms and the rates of interest as well as the charges for early withdrawals. So you're going to find out all the pros and cons of these different types of investments what they do, what they can do, what they should do. Keep in mind that savings, money market, and also CD accounts are protected by the FDIC. 
But insurance-based investments also have their own form of protection that legally we really shouldn't get into over the year. I'll just leave it at that. But nevertheless, there are guarantees, there are protections provided for specifically the insurance products, including annuities. And yes, if nothing else, they're also backed by the financial strength and the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance carrier. And these are 100-year-old companies or more, solid companies. So going back to after, yes, the sequence of after you fully funded your cash flow need, you then take the remaining nest egg money and you focus on your growth opportunities. In other words, that's what you start investing in the market. And you invest in things like your stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETF, exchange-traded funds. And, yes, we know that the market-based investments can offer far more growth potential, but investing does involve risk, and that includes the potential loss of your principal. So, yes, we do think the markets will do well. We do think our investments especially would do well, but there is risk involved. And you should know this. You should be going in with your eyes wide open. So investors consider when they say, well, what are the different types of investments and what's the risk? How does your risk match your overall appetite for risk, your tolerance for risk, which is what we're going to get into a little bit after the break as well. So our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC. The Talk Station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm James Borth. And I'm Barry Parnell, and we are an investment advisory firm. We're registered, we're independent, and we have a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So when you come in for a visit by calling 513-575-9654, we're going to work for you as clients, not companies. And for your convenience, we have multiple locations, Milford, Blue Ash, Westchester, and across the river in Florence, Kentucky, you're going to meet one of all three of the guys you make a connection with, uh, Barry, James, or Greg. Uh, we can help you roll out that 401k, 403b. If you're no longer with a company, chances are your money shouldn't be either. It's tax neutral. You have a, the whole universe of investment tools to work with. We can help you with that. 513-575-9654. Visit our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Shoot us over an email at team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Okay. We're going to talk about some steps to chart your retirement map. Now, to help make things a bit easier for you, we have three actionable steps on how to chart your map based on what we've already discussed. Number one, choose your goals. When do you want to retire? How much risk are you comfortable taking? How much supplemental income will you need? And and, and how much do you need your portfolio to produce to get that income? And how much liquidity do you require? What does your budget look like? Many people simply don't know. Uh, They don't want to become a burden to their family. They want to be self-sufficient, so they're going to worry about their funeral and things like that. Others are determined to leave some kind of legacy behind for their children. We hear this a lot, James. What they get is what they get. But we do have a lot of caring uh, parents that, that care about the legacy. Whatever you decide, it's crucial to know what the goal is before you set out to try to do your retirement roadmap. All right. Number two, working out your strategies. So now we work out your strategy options based on the goals and, of course, the objectives and your personal and family tolerance for market risk. Sometimes the husband has one 
degree of market risk, and the wife has something altogether different in mind when it comes to risk. So going into what your strategy should include, it should include plans for the following. Income, having a strategy that will reliably cover your expenses for the rest of your life, whether it be your individual or collective lives. And this, of course, does mean knowing what your expenses are going to look like. And a major fear for retirees, this is even above death, by the way, is outliving their income. That seems to be the number one fear that retirees seem to have is outliving their income. So the next is the investments and the risk. And yes, a good financial strategy that will help grow, protect, and also preserve assets that you don't draw from or you don't need to draw from on a month-to-month basis. So that means assessing or perhaps even reassessing your risk tolerance and then also understanding and dealing with market volatility. Next, taxes. Having a strategy that helps you to, believe it or not, morally, legally, and ethically disinherit the IRS and keep more money for and your we family. We can help you with that. We have a tax department. Healthcare, a strategy that addresses your rising medical costs, your different Medicare options, looks at long-term care in case of a chronic illness. So on the Medicare, is it Medicare Advantage? Is it Medicare Supplement? Is it some type of combination of both when it comes to your prescription drug plan? Also, how about your legacy, which means having a legacy strategy that ensures that your money does get to your beneficiaries in the most tax-efficient way, and hopefully you don't wind up in probate. No, don't want that. Now, how about number three? Choose your financial vehicles. Once you have your first two laid out, first two steps laid out, we can now focus on investment vehicles and financial products to fit each need and objective. Every bucket of money has a goal. Working with a qualified, independent, and I stress the word independent, financial advisor like us who adheres to a uh, fiduciary standard doing what's best for you, not what's best for us. Not going to a a place that has certain tools, and they're going to fit those tools into your retirement plan. We don't do that. It's the other way around. Uh, This may help you um, that you have access to a broader range of financial vehicles. Well, that's the importance of working with someone who's not captive. Right. You know, it's someone who's not beholden to the mothership and saying, well, gee, what's in my toolbox is what the mothership gave to us, and therefore that's what you're going to get. Let me ask you, you, you go to State Farm. Can you get all state insurance at State Farm? <laughs> no. no. So they're going to sell you their products. And maybe just miraculously, that's well, I mean, not picking on State Farm necessarily, right. but maybe that just happens to be the best thing. Maybe the yeah. stars align and, you know, that's what's best for you. In other words, that's really not the best way to go about this. You should work with an independent investment advisor. Now, here's some other tips to consider, starting with taking control of your financial situation. So what we mean by that is start with the basics. Do you have credit card debt? If you do, do you have a game plan to manage your credit card debt or to maybe eliminate that high interest credit card debt. And not to pay the minimum balance every month. Have you established your emergency savings? That means having at least a three to six month buffer or comfort cash or some type of rainy day fund, whatever you want to call it, that would be your emergency savings, your emergency fund. Now, it does mean that you can't invest that, but those are the types of monies that should be liquid. And liquid might mean liquid within one hour going down to the bank or might be liquid within one week, which is to say invested in a market-based investment. Do you have a budget that helps identify how much income that you're going to need, either on a monthly basis or on an annual basis? 
Is it specific? Does it include the things that you will do for fun and entertainment, your discretionary spending needs? And sometimes when we say needs, it's like, well, it's my wants, not necessarily my needs. Now, when determining how much to save, also it's important to understand your timelines, whether it's your individual or your collective timelines, understanding your timelines, understanding your risk tolerances. How do you handle the market's ups and downs? I mean, when people say that they, you know, they can't stand the market volatility, well, usually they're referring to the negative volatility, whereas most people love the positive volatility of the markets and what they do. Future plans. Will you move? Will you travel? Will you pursue new hobbies? Now, moving might mean that you're going to maybe for part of the year, maybe a snowbird back and forth between here and Florida or some other type of southern location. But nevertheless, what will your future location be? What will that look like? Are you prepared for the unexpected? I know making the unexpected expected sometimes means it's not unexpected. But are you at least prepared for those black swan events and rising costs like healthcare events? If you're not sure how much to put away, maybe start with just a common 10% is maybe a common number to say, start with 10%. And if you can save that much, great. If you can save 15%, even better. But if you can't, start with something because something is better than nothing. Starting small is still better than not at all. That's Barry? right. Uh, think about ongoing streams of income. As you begin planning for the future, think Think through how a combination of savings, benefits, wages, and investment income can work together to support you. Now, if you don't want to keep working full-time but living off your nest egg, you know, isn't practical. Uh, Explore traditional employment options. You need to focus on how you are going to develop regular and systematic streams of income to add to any other checks that you might have coming in, like Social Security or pension. So we see a lot of people, James, they will get part-time, you know, something they like to do, maybe at a, a, a Home Depot or... Yes, part-time work, supplement and, their income. Yes. And it's also important to maximize your Social Security benefits so you don't have to hit your nest egg quite as often or as hard as you might otherwise have to do. Last and certainly not least, put yourself first. Now, we know you love your kids. We know especially that you love your grandkids. But remember, you need this money to last for you, the collective you, or the individual you, and be there for you. Now, here's a study from the Pew Research Center that says, in the past 20 years, the number of parents living in their adult children's households has more than doubled. It's now upwards of 15% of seniors now live with their adult children. Now, understandably, many of us put our family first and prioritize our children's education costs over retirement planning, but later on, you'll realize what a mistake this is. You can always take out education loans, but you can't borrow for retirement. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Again, 575-9654. Call us. We can help. All right, folks. On behalf of Greg Brown, James Forth, myself, the Kentuckian, Barry Parnell, thanks for listening today. Have a great week. And remember this, sound money, where good things are believable, achievable, and true for you. 